Knowledge is power, and we are all about empowering the mamas of the world. In each episode, we will unravel and interpret the latest research and evidence-based practices for pregnancy, postpartum, and motherhood. As mums and researchers ourselves, we have experienced firsthand the overwhelming complexity of information, myths, and those classic old wives' tales. I'm Dr. Renee White, and this is The Science of Motherhood. Hello, and welcome to episode 85 of The Science of Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Renee White. Hello, and welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Today is one of our Check-In Tuesday episodes where we alternate um, each fortnight between one of these, a shorter kind of maybe evidence-based information or something that's going on in my life I get to share with you, and that is alternated with a more longer episode where we talk to a researcher or an academic or opinion leader in a particular field field, most likely talking about something to do with pregnancy or birth or mother care. But in today's Check-In Tuesday episode, I wanted to talk to you about paste bottle feeding because this is something that comes up all the time when people are kind of contemplating how they're going to feed their baby. It's a question That is on our intake form as postpartum doulas here at Fill Your Cup. And it's about, I guess, arming yourself with information, right? We may not go into our feeding journey, you know, having all the questions answered. But I know for someone like myself, I wanted to try to exclusively breastfeed when I had my daughter, but also was open to the possibility that maybe that wouldn't work and you know what am I going to do if that doesn't so this is all about giving you the tools so you are best prepared for the arrival of your bubby so you know when you're sleep deprived or you're sore and hungry and hormonal you're not scrambling for I guess, realistic and reliable information. You have already heard about it, learnt about it, investigated, and you're super comfortable with being able to execute it. So paste bottle feeding, um, you might have heard of. It's in its name. It's feeding at a particular pace. And particularly with bottle feeding, I think synonymously people just think, oh, okay, I'm just going to put the bottle in the baby's mouth and then they'll feed and then that's it all over Red Rover. And I think some people have also suggested to me that, you know, maybe they're mixed feeding. So maybe it might be expressed breast milk that they're hoping to maybe, you know, get Bubby back on the boob someday. There could be a reason for it. You might have, I don't know, had an injury and and you've got to go to hospital and your baby's got to be fed by the bottle instead of directly from the breast. And so some mothers are concerned that once their baby's gone a bottle that, you know, they're going to be more adverse to the breast or, you know, some people have said forget about how to breastfeed. Our babies don't forget how to breastfeed. They're wired for it. So I just wanted to put that there. But the other thing is, I guess, 
what we can do and what other people can do if if they are the people supporting you and feeding your baby if you're, you know, out of action for a while, is that we can somewhat mimic the bottle feeding experience for our children to kind of mimic that breastfeeding. And the way to do that is through paste bottle feeding. Now, that is essentially how we position our children and the bottle to mimic that same positioning and I guess how those two come together and it can be, as I say, replicating that that experience. So what we want to make sure is that in doing so, you know, you have to think about it. So with a bottle, not all teats kind of mimic the same shape as our bodies. So maybe you can try and find a teat that is similar to your anatomical features. So I guess here's a few things to think about. You know, why would we give our baby control of the pace of feeds? Well, first of all, it allows your baby to drink the amount that they want rather than being given too much. The other thing is that giving our babies only as much as they need from the bottle means that they will be, I guess, ready to breastfeed well when, you know, you're together with them. Say you're kind of, you know, as I said, that scenario previously where you're kind of missing out of action and that again helps your milk supply. And so with this paste feeding, it's very similar to how you would approach breastfeeding. So it's not structured around times. You know, I I hope by now after listening to this podcast for as long as (laughs) hopefully you have been, is that, you know, timed feeding is not necessary unless there is some sort of kind of medical issue that you're trying to address. But similar to how as adults, you know, there are different points in the day where we are more hungry or thirsty. And so our children are human beings as well. So they are going to be hungry and thirsty at different times. And so, you know, you watch for those signs that your baby is hungry rather than feeding to a, to a schedule. And you'll see that, you know, Bubby gets restless, you know, sucking their fingers, moving their head side to side. Other babies may cry. And so you're obviously then going to offer them a feed. And the setup is slightly different. So typically with a feed, you've got Bubby, you know, wrapped around you, their their tummy to your tummy, their face near your breast, and you're positioning them such that, you know, they're kind of wiggling their head around and they're able to position their head comfortably over your nipple. Now, with paste bottle feeding, the way it's different is that you actually have your baby in an upright position. So they're almost, I want to say, kind of sitting on your lap. You're supporting your baby's head and neck with your hand rather than your arm. The other thing that we recommend is that you use a slow flow teat. And so you position the teat horizontal to your baby's lips. And so what you do is you just gently brush the teat 
down the middle of the baby's lips, particularly the bottom lip. And what that does is it'll kind of start that cue to them. It's, it's, it's like almost like a physical cue, very similar to if they were brushing their bottom lip against your nipple. That encourages their ba- their their mouth to open wide. Now, this allows you to kind of put the whole teat in their mouth, not just the tip of it, and very similar to how they would draw in the breast tissue when they're breastfeeding. Now, the other thing to remember is don't push the teat into the baby's mouth. You need to let them take it in. It's very much baby-led in this scenario, not feeder-led. So that is just how it is with pace bottle feeding. You're trying to mimic that breastfeeding experience. So tip the bottle just far enough to the to have milk fill the teat. And as the feed goes on, what you'll generally see is that you'll kind of let the baby gradually lean backwards more and more so the teat stays filled with milk. You keep the baby's neck and la- and head lined up. So what you'll see is kind of at the start of the feed, the bottle will be more horizontal and by the end of the feed, the bottle will be almost vertical. The other key thing is that similar to a breastfeed, it is not just feed, 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 feed the whole time. When our babies breastfeed, it's a lot of suck, suck, pause, suck, suck, pause suck, suck, pause. And that is because they're having a little rest in between. This is really, really normal. I, I, This is one of the things that I speak to all of our newborn mamas about. A lot of them go, oh, she's on, but like, she's not, she's not feeding the whole time. Like, do I need to wake her up or kind of, you know, <laughs> get her going again type of thing? And I'm like, no, 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 this is really, this is just physiologically normal. This is what they do. It takes a lot of energy for our babies to feed at the breast. And so they need to have a little rest every so often. And so also when we're doing this, when we're kind of letting our babies rest, when we're pace bottle feeding, this will help them stop drinking too much too fast as well. Um, The other thing is allow the baby to decide when to finish the feed. Don't Don't be, I guess, don't be overwhelmed or pressured that they need to drink all the bottle in one go. They might not be that thirsty, you know, like us. We might pour a really big glass of water and go, "Eh, I'm only feeling like half a glass right now. I might finish the other half, like, you know, in 30 minutes' time. And that's totally fine. Really, really normal, okay? So I guess, you know, the emphasis here is that I want to make that pace bottle feeding is just around trying to mimic that breastfeeding experience. When you have the bottle horizontal to the baby's head in that first kind of instance, you're mimicking that same, those same kind of angles and they're then able to control the flow of milk and so you're not going to get this kind of like waterboarding type thing and they're able to have a rest as well, which is really, really crucial because it is such an exhausting job. The last thing I want to mention is that 
you know, when your baby is in your arms and you're feeding, make sure that they're in nice and close. You are mimicking that breastfeeding experience. Look down at their eyes, engage with them, you know, still have that moment with them as you would when you are breastfeeding. The other thing I wanted to mention is that I completely understand that this is all auditory. And so some of us, like myself, are very, very visual people. And so if you are interested in learning more about pace bottle feeding, I would highly recommend you pop onto Google and just Google Renee Keo possums paste bottle feeding. So Renee R-E-N-E-E K-E-O-G-H and just paste bottle feeding. She has got a really great video representation demonstrating how to offer the paste bottle feeding, you know, and, and, you know, what the responses are, what are the cues? And I guess also that all important understanding of how to regulate the milk intake. If you can't remember it and you're listening in the car and you're like, oh my goodness, Renee, I don't have a pen and paper. Never fear. I will put the link to the video in the show notes. So just pop down underneath in the show notes and you can just click through and watch that with Renee Keogh from Possums. All right then, until next time, thanks very much. See you. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. If you know someone out there who would also love to listen to this episode, please hit the share button so they can benefit from it as well. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Science of Motherhood. If you would like to contact us, we are at ifillyourcup.com or you can DM us at ifillyourcup underscore via Instagram. You can find all of our services including our postpartum in-home care and our fill your freezer meal delivery service as well through both those channels. Thanks so much for listening.